Well, the domestic men's cricket season starts in earnest tomorrow. Full round of Plunkett Shield games. I love this time of year. It's my favourite time of year. Although we are getting our fill of cricket anyway at the Cricket World Cup. So let's drill down on the domestic scene and catch up with, uh, well, a key man out of uh, one of the key teams last year. Four trophy winners, Plunkett Shield champion Central Districts. We are joined by a man who's got a wide brief this summer, Glenn Pocknell. Uh, talent and development pathways last year, but you're back where you belong coaching, my friend. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's good to be back. I certainly did enjoy the change last season of uh, dipping down into the youth levels and, and a little bit into the female pathway and, and um, Heinz level, but I also, I guess, miss that adrenaline that you get at the top level, so I'm excited for this season and, and what that brings. You set such a high bar last uh, season and, and such gripping sort of conclusions, especially the Plunkett Shield, to go down to the final round and the win the way you did and pipping Canterbury on bo at both times, which will please Louis Herman want no end. Uh, how did you set about looking to refresh things? Oh, that's always a challenge. Like it's, <laughs> when you win, it's easy to copy and paste formulas and plans and things like that. And in some ways, you do need to take all of, the, all of those positive things that you did to enable yourself to get those success, but you also have to be mindful that there's, there's five other teams that are going to be uh, chasing even harder and, and working even harder. So we've taken, I guess, all of those good things that we, we took out from last season and just also refined a few things as to how we can get better and how we can push the game forward in some respects. So, um, you know, that's just required a lot of conversations and uh, the usual pre-season planning where you're in the nets and, and you're playing Matches that uh, we've been lucky here with the weather in Hawke's Bay that been able to get outdoors quite a bit to, to be on grass and, and play matches. So all of those things have um, culminated in a great pre-season and then, um, yeah, we, we see what happens tomorrow, kind of 7.30am when the first ball's bowled. Yeah, so you're looking after the Plunkett Shield side, the first-class program, also the one-day side, so you're defending both titles there. But Ben Smith's coaching the, the Super Smash T20, right, if I'm not mistaken. What was the thinking about uh, behind sort of splitting those roles? Oh, a couple of the reasons. I think firstly just to give some freshness to to the um, the coaching group and, and also the playing group and with that freshness just bringing in different ideas. You know, Ben's very, very experienced over in the in the county game. He has he has a bit had a bit of time with C D in the past, but I think the last five years he's he's solely been over in, in county cricket and and also a little bit with international cricket. So with that diverse experience that he'll bring he'll bring different ideas and different theories and, and that's just going to challenge everybody in, in regards to how we play the game and, and hopefully it will stimulate more learning um so they're probably the, the the main reasons in terms of that and and also i said at the start just around freshening up the coaching group a little bit uh so so ben's also going to be out for the ford trophy i think he arrives in round two so he'll he'll be joining me with uh with the, the coaching duties throughout the Ford Trophy and and assist me and then we'll roll reverse come Super Smash where where I'll take the back seat and and assist them in the Super Smash so I'm quite looking forward to that it's um yeah it just keeps everybody fresh in my mind and you, you see it happening a lot now and still level two. Glenn, you had some time away in the off season with Scotland, of course, so close to getting them to uh, Cricket World Cup and you probably were looking on. Uh, at the Netherlands uh, beating South Africa with great envy because the Dutch did knock out Scotland. What what did you learn and take from that experience, you know, for your own sort of uh, development as a coach? 
Oh, a couple of things probably before I answer that. I took what I took out from a New Zealand cricket perspective is that we're doing some wonderful things here domestically and internationally, obviously. But some of the structures we have in place for players to improve uh, and the facilities we have are pretty incredible. Um, when I do compare that to a, a nation like Scotland, who, as you say, had performed very well and got very close to, to the big dance, you know, they, they lack a lot of the the resources and the facilities that uh, New Zealand domestic teams have, which is um, pretty staggering, but I think that's great for a New Zealand cricket perspective for, for the longevity of, of um, the top team performing. From a personal perspective, it was, it's just being in that, again, that different environment. You're walking in day one and you don't know anyone. Well, I knew I knew the coach and I knew the physio, uh, but I didn't know any of the players, so I'd never had any interactions with them. And straight away you've got to be able to form a relationship with them and you've got to be able to, uh, I was going to say influence them, but it's not really influence them. You've got to, you've got, got to guide and support them to ensure that they're uh, performing at their best. So um, it, it may sound quite easy, but it, it's quite challenging when you walk into that yeah. environment with 15 players that you literally don't know. And that happen, that that instant relationship or connection has to happen within 24 to 48 hours because you're playing a game in, in six days. So that was the challenge that I was really excited about doing um, because it is a challenge. And, and I, I guess the, the learning from that was that I could do that and, uh, and I managed to be able to create a good connection with the coaching group and a, and a good positive connection with the playing group and individuals, which leads to, to guys improving and performing at their best, which, um, you know, from that respect, I left that to really proud and, and all the players and all the management certainly left really proud because I don't think the expectation or the uh, in reality, I don't think anybody really expected us to even get to the top six. So it was pretty pleasing to, to punch well above our weight. Uh, specifically to the Plunkett Shield, I think last season in eight games, only three players played all eight games. I think you used upwards of 20-odd players. And, and with the Black Caps, we hope, going to be away for quite some time, Glenn. We all hope that. And the way they're tracking it, it looks like <laughs> that could be the case. Uh, is depth the key? Is depth the key to being successful in the Plunkett Shield this season, you think? Yeah, it definitely is. The last, the last game last season when we beat Auckland to win it, I think we had, from memory, three or four players that weren't even contracted. So... They're effectively guys that have careers, they're studying, uh, full-time jobs. So um, trying to keep them up to a level that they're ready if selected is very important. So as you say, the depth, the depth is so important. And that is a challenge too because they are contracted, so they do have other responsibilities and, and families and things like that. So trying to balance out their training needs and their other commitments with life is, is always hard. But we've got a great system here in Central Districts and probably... But more highlighted here in, in Hastings where we've got the facilities and we've got some great coaching through through Alvin Smith and Ben will spend a bit of time when he's over here just working with some of those players that are just on the on the cusp, on the tear, just making sure that they are ready if selected. And as you say, like I think we might have used 21 players last year and what, 16 get contracts. So the high likelihood that, that players from outside of the, the main contracted group will, will get an opportunity. So we've been working hard in the pre-season to, to get those guys up to the level of, of the top team. So if and when they're required, they'll, they'll be able to perform. But even some more of the recognisable names were so instrumental. I look at Tom Bruce's season last year, over 700 runs. The guy was just brilliant for you. Dougie Bracewell was brilliant when he played. AJ Patel was almost omnipresent. That sort of... 
th- th- those experienced players still sort of the heart and soul, uh, and they all fit available, ready to go again. Yeah, no, they're all, all fit and available, and, and all um, really eager to go. And I think all of those three guys you mentioned, what I've because I'm still, in some respects, really getting to understand them, even though I did have a bit of time with them last season. I've been impressed with those those three guys, all, the whole team, really, just with their willingness to, to learn. And you, you think of someone like AJ, as you said, who's, who's got a 10-wicket haul in, in Test Match Cricket. He's, he's still got a massive improvement and desire to get better as a spin bowler, which is pretty awesome. It's quite inspiring as well, from a coaching perspective, to have players like that. But it's... um. Yeah, it's it's pleasing and it's it's you know probably credit to the environment that Tom is captain, Hazy is captain, and, and Rob Walter, who was previous coach, have set up here. Hey, um, in your past life with Wellington, uh, you had a lot to do with Rutch and Ravindra. I'll get you out on this one here, Glenn. Um, he's really realising his potential. How great is that to see? Because you probably saw it at a very young age what he's capable of. Oh, so pleasing! Like I think anybody that has followed him as a as a Wellington cricket fan from a young age would have seen glimpses of that talent um, you know out on the base reserve but now to be able to do it on the world stage is uh, is pretty cool pretty cool for him uh, and his family because he has worked worked hard and you know I've said numerous times he's he's certainly the, the hardest worker um, outside of the game in terms of training and, and getting better so it's great to see him have some success over there and long may continue for this black black side. Well, Glenn, thanks so much for dropping by. Wish you all the success for your Central Districts uh, teams over the summer. Good luck as you start the season tomorrow. And I hope you're banking some sleep, mate, because of this Cricket World Cup. Gee, they're stretching us cricket fans, aren't they? Yeah, I stayed up as long as I could last night while we were batting. And I think I fell asleep just before midnight, but we've got a flight soon, so hopefully I can get 45 minutes sleep on that flight. (laughs) Thanks so much, Glenn. All the very best. Take it easy, mate. Thanks, Dan. Cheers.